How's it going, guys? So we have a medium difficulty question for internal medicine slash surgery for 2CK. We could obviously make this a lengthy fucking clip based on all these answer choices here where we talk about every little fucking detail, okay? But I'm going to stay consolidated. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. The link is down below. Find me on Telegram. Recently created a Telegram grouping channel. Links are down below. Now I'll start the clip. 50-year-old guy. He has a one-month history of swelling of his left foot. There's no history of trauma. He has a 20-year history of type 2 diabetes mellitus. He's afebrile at 98.6 Fahrenheit. Physical exam shows swelling of the left dorsal forefoot with no ulcerations. There is a small effusion over the ankle joint. Peripheral pulses are normal. There is no erythema, tenderness, or swelling of the left leg. There is decreased touch, proprioception, and pain below the ankles bilaterally. X-ray of the ankle shows disruption and disorganization of the mid-tarsal and tarso-metatarsal joints. Serum creatinine elevated at 2.1 milligrams per deciliter, normal range 0 0.7 to 1.2. Questions asking the most likely explanation for these findings. So let's just walk through the answer choices here. Choice A, arterial insufficiency, wrong fucking answer. And you know instantaneously that it's the wrong answer because peripheral pulses are normal. U.S. simile will tell you that you have diminished peripheral pulses in arterial insufficiency. Okay, that makes sense. And in addition, there's no ulcerations. Uh, arterial ulcers, not that they're mandatory, but they can present as punched out, uh, well-demarcated lesions on the tops, bottoms of the feet, as well as on the toes. Uh, you could get trophic changes of the legs, so shiny skin, loss of hair. Uh, they could give you intermittent claudication, all right? And you're going to do ABIs as the first step in diagnosis, and then you're going to recommend a walking program, all right? Long fucking discussion, but I mean, I said I was going to stay consolidated uh, at the start of this clip. Choice B, Berger disease, wrong answer, aka thromboangiitis obliterans. When students don't know an answer, they tend to choose weird sounding shit. You need to know that this is just a fancy diagnosis of gangrene in a patient who is a heavy smoker, generally a male over the age of 50. Uh, the gangrene not only of the feet, but also can occur of the, the fingers, okay? And they just want you to know smoking cessation is the answer. Very low yield, but nevertheless, a fancy diagnosis that you could be peripherally aware of. Choice C, calcium pyrophosphate, crystal deposition, aka pseudogout, wrong fucking answer. This is going to present two ways in USMLA. It's either going to be a monoarthritis of a large joint, such as the knee, or it's going to be an OA, an osteoarthritis-like presentation in a patient with hereditary hemochromatosis or primary hyperparathyroidism. Okay, those are the two biggest risk factors for pseudogout. You, have, you manage acutely, similar to regular gout, uh, indomethacin, steroids, colchicine, and then for chronic management, clearly you're not going to use antinoxidase inhibitors, so you just manage the underlying condition, the hereditary hemochromatosis or, this, or the uh, primary hyperparathyroidism. Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, hypertrophic osteoarthropathy, aka osteoarthropathia hypertrophicans. Uh, yet again, another sophisticated sounding diagnosis. Uh, this is going to be patients who have adenocarcinoma of the lung who get clubbing of the fingers. Okay, that's literally all you need to know. It's a perineoplastic uh, condition of adenocarcinoma of the lung. If they give you a smoker who has clubbing, the answer on 2CK will just be x-ray of the chest. It's an easy question, okay? Although the diagnosis is obscure, it's not a hard question when you actually get it. Wrong fucking answer. Choice E, 
impaired joint sensation is the correct answer, okay? This refers to charcoal joint or neurogenic joint. This patient has diabetes, okay? So you're going to get uh, glucose moving into the myelin on your axons, uh, converted via aldose reductase into sorbitol. Sorbitol has a strong osmotic pull, causes osmotic damage to the myelin, causes myelinopathy. That's why we get peripheral neuropathy in diabetes. So decreased, uh, not only is there decreased touch proprioception pain below the ankles, but that results in damage to the feet without the patient knowing. Okay, so that actually is the mechanism for why there could be ulcerations or gangrene in diabetics. They damage their feet and they can't heal their feet because of vasculopathy, okay, non-enzymatic glycosylation of the vascular endothelium, uh, defective diapedesis of leukocytes, and uh, decreased ability to heal uh, areas of damage. But you can get uh, neurogenic joints, okay? This phrase here, disruption and disorganization of the tarsometatarsal joints, very buzzy, okay? It's nothing you have to memorize. This is more big picture concepts, being aware that in a diabetic with peripheral neuropathy, there's increased risk of a neurogenic joint, okay? Just simply due to decreased joint sensation. Uh, I'll just quickly jump through the other answers here. Osteodystrophy, wrong answer. I mean, this refers, this term in general refers to abnormal growth of the bone, but renal osteodystrophy, dystrophy, this patient does have elevated creatinine. Uh, Aniosomily will be osteomalacia, okay? Vitamin D deficiency because in renal, in, in chronic renal failure, we've got decreased 1-alpha-hydroxylase activity in the kidney, decreased 125-dihydroxy vitamin D3, decreased calcium absorption in the uh, small bowel, okay? And then we can get osteomalacia that way. Pseudofractures, if they give you like a, a patient who has a hip pain who, with, who has renal insufficiency, uh, and they say uh, pseudofractures on x-ray, it's very pathognomonic, buzzy finding. Uh, that's just osteomalacia, okay? Venous insufficiency, wrong answer, but nevertheless high yield in contrast to the arterial insufficiency. Uh, they will tell you brawny uh, edema of the ankles, often browning of the skin due to hemosiderin deposition, okay? Chronic venous congestion. Uh, you can get uh, large slothy ulcers around the ankles, uh, particularly the medial malleoli, and they want you to know that you're going to do uh, just simply... Uh, ultrasound to diagnose, and you do compression stockings, okay? And your peripheral pulses will be normal because clearly pulses refer to arteries, not veins. Wrong fucking answer. So as I prefaced with, this could be an extended clip, all right? I mean, there's lots of important talking points here, but charcoal joints, neurogenic joints, and peripheral neuropathy due to diabetes, very high yield for you, assimilate. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.